You are on Ride the Vibe with Michael Litton. Oh my gosh, I'm so fired up and so stoked to have Carla Harris, Roswell resident, <laughs> on the show, on Ride the Vibe. And for uh, Carla's fans that are not familiar with the format now on Ride the Vibe, what we're doing is a CD listening party. So we're going to queue up some of, of Carla's songs off her new, recently released, Certain Elements, and then we're going to chat about them. But we're not playing in their entirety, y'all, because we want you to go out and buy the CD. <laughs> That's good. And we're also having some fun. So we'd like to encourage you all to sit back in the comfort of an environment you're choosing, even if it's on a raft or wherever you might be, and get your favorite beverage in the studio. Thanks to Danny Gorella and the team at Deep Roots uh, Wine Tasting Room and Winery, we've got a delicious Chalk Hill Chardonnay from Sonoma Valley. 2017 that we're featuring. And I have not tasted yet, but I got to cheers. Cheers, Michael. Yeah, across the room. Here, Drink. We'll, yeah, we'll do a virtual <laughs> cheers. Let's see what this tastes like. Mm. Ah. Oh. That's nice. Yeah. I love a crisp Chardonnay nice. yeah. on a hot, almost not summer anymore day. Yeah, kind of tra transitioning. But it's great. It's yeah, really nice. Taste. Thank you, Deep Roots. Yeah, thanks, Deep Roots. That's awesome. And deep roots, you want to think about uh, scheduling Carla to perform yeah, in your facility for a party at some point. Because yeah. she's right here in Roswell, Georgia. That's How right. How cool is that? And I used to do a show where um, I would match the music to the wine varietal. No way. Yes, there's actually research that was done on that, on what wines bring out, or what songs, what kind of music brings out the best notes in the wine. Oh, no way. It can, it can impact the taste of the wine. So if Deep Roots is playing any music yeah, in their yeah, yeah. tasting room, you know, it can impact so how people need to get you as a consultant. Taste. <laughs> and then hire you to perform. <laughs> Dana, are you hearing that out there? Gorillas, are you getting this? <laughs> oh, that was a rabbit trail, but I love it's that. true. I love that, <laughs> yeah. though. That is fascinating. Well, you know, music is so healing for all. I mean, in the hospitals we're using it. Premature infants, moms before they give birth. Yeah, very true. Very true. Oh, mom. let's get back to that because I got to tell you. Um, no, we can do that right oh, now. Oh, okay. So there's a place that opened up recently in Alpharetta that has um, acoustic therapy happening. And it's called the harmonic. They do harmonic egg. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, what does you that go, mean? So you go inside this. It looks like a capsule, yeah. basically. It's an egg-shaped castle that it, inside of it, it's been built acoustically uh, to, yeah. to you know, have all of the best um, ways for the sound to move around the capsule. And then they have a playlist. And you go in there and, and you put on the, you don't put on anything because yeah. the sound is inside and it is sound therapy. It's music yeah. and sound. You, you pick the playlist as the... No, they do. They do, but she talks. She talked to me beforehand. Yeah. I tried this out. Yeah. Um, it was so deeply relaxing. Totally enclosed. So you totally enclosed. Totally enclosed, and it's like a 40, 45 minute yeah. session. Yeah. But I'm. I mean, I'm a big believer in sound therapy. Yeah. I've benefited yeah. from um, like crystal bowl at yoga studio. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's amazing. Yeah. What that can do for your for your energy and your system and just washing over you. It's for stress relief, yeah, it's fantastic. I'm going back tomorrow. So, did she talk to you about the, you know, that you being a musician? So yes. she wouldn't have queued up like headbanging, right? No music for you. No, 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 no. And I don't know if I don't know if, if they, they would do that, that even yet. anyway. Right, I think right, it's specific right. to, you know, whatever the studies, the research that they've done yeah. about impact on different organs, on different body right. organs. Yeah, yeah. 
very cool. It, it was really cool. So I check it out. And it's up in Alpharetta. It's in Alpharetta. Talk, what's the name? There. I oh, need to. Well, that's I, right. <laughs> The, the, I said no gotcha Google, questions, Carl, I know. right out of the gate. But hey, if you Google acoustic egg <laughs> yeah. therapy, sound okay. therapy in, in, in Alpharetta, it'll right. come up. It's okay. right on North Point Parkway in one of those um, uh, business buildings. And they have multiple eggs? No, just one. One egg. One so you egg. Gotta, you must schedule your time. Yeah, you have to schedule your time. And you're going back tomorrow. I am. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's very and cool. you are going to be in Roswell yes. next Friday. The 13th, going to be a lucky day. Yes. September 13th from 7 to 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Music on the Hill, which for y'all in North Fulton, if you haven't been there, this is just a stellar new venue. It's only in its second year. This is the first full year. Carlos' show, I think, will be the like the eighth maybe that we've had there. And it's right behind City Hall in the sacred faces of War Memorial Park mm-hmm. that they, sadly, there were some folks in Roswell, Carla, that wanted to cut those trees down. Uh. And create a city green. Mm. Well, we've got a city green. It just has to be filled with trees. I'm on my little soapbox now. <laughs> I love the trees. But the trees are spectacular. Are. So you bring your uh, blanket or your chair, mm-hmm. your wine from Deep Roots Winery. Right. And your picnic. And then sit back and listen to great, unbelievable music. Mm-hmm. And tee up the, the band you've got. Because you've got some special guests. I do. I do. I have. I took this opportunity to... Um, have my friends Bobby Torres and Dan Gaynor, whom I worked with regularly when I lived in Portland, Oregon. And uh, they're going to be in town and they're going to be playing this concert with me. Especially because of your event. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's, it's, anyway, it's a real treat. And we'll be with um, Atlanta favorites, Chris Riggenbach on bass and um, Emra Kotan on drums. Oh, Emra I've had in the ear. Yeah. He is awesome. Yeah, and John Sanford playing saxophone. Dan Gaynor from Portland is on piano. And then Bobby Torres is, uh, Talk about Bobby, because we, y'all, we had hoped to have Bobby on the show. He's in Portland. And it was a struggle to get the connection. So we're going to have him on a separate Ride the Bob, y'all, because he's got an incredible story. And I'll let Carla just tee up a little bit. Well, Bobby has a very storied career. Uh, Bobby had, this summer, just to put this out there right away, Bobby is celebrating 50 years since Woodstock, where he performed with Joe Cocker. Bobby is a Latin percussionist. He's a fantastic Get your uh, head around that, you all. Yeah. He was at Woodstock, Woodstock. as a performer on stage with, with Joe, Joe Cocker. With Joe Cocker. That yeah. is right. That's And right. I brought into the studio the Joe Cocker Mad Dogs and Englishmen uh, tour with Leon Russell that I'm on a loan to Carla. Rita Coolidge was on it. There were 42 of them touring around the country. It was a communal circus, they called it. Mm-hmm. And Bobby was part of that. That's right. That's and then he right. went on. He went on. He toured with Tom Jones for 10 years. He's worked with people like Etta James. Uh, he relocated to Portland at a certain point, and he started his own group, the Bobby Torres Ensemble. He's an inductee into the Oregon Music Hall of Fame. Um, Bobby is a local, I mean, everybody loves him. He's, he's just such an integral part of the Portland music community. And he was very um, much a mentor for me. When I lived there and I became a vocalist with his ensemble, he working with Bobby was like a master class, you know, it was like a university class in Latin rhythm every single time you worked with him. Mm -hmm. Um, It was, I just couldn't have asked for a better situation to gain a lot of really good 
um, opportunities and musical growth. How cool that he's yeah. coming. What a special. So, yo, you got to get out, not only to see Carla, because she's unbelievable, but then what a, 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 a bonus and treat to have someone of that pedigree That's coming right. to Roswell. And, our, and Carla, is, this is your first time, I believe, performing in Roswell. It, it is, actually. Yeah, I had to think a second, but it is. And I was right. going out on a limb because I thought that was... You've been up at the Blue Note. Right. Or Velvet Note. Velvet Note, right. But uh-huh. that's Alpha or Johns Creek. Right. But not here in Roswell. I don't think so. Yeah. Right. So a first. And we on Ride the Vibe like to think we had a small influence because it's hard to believe, Carla, you came into the studio a year ago in mm-hmm. August, like August 28th or something. Is right it? before certain elements had even been released. Huh. So we were honored. And after the interview, I, I said to Tom Ladau, who knows you, who books mm-hmm. the, the <clears throat> bands for face for uh, Music on the Hill, Tom, you've got to get Carla. He said, oh, no, I, I won't be able to get her. <laughs> <laughs> She's too big a star. Oh, my goodness. And then, you know, lo yeah. and behold. No, I'm really looking forward oh, to it. And it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, my pleasure. It's yeah. absolutely, I mean, Roswell is my home yeah, right. too. And, um, you know, it's a, it's my pleasure to do this. I'm really looking forward to it. Well, yeah. let's give the listeners a little taste of a single. And we're going to talk about it when we come back. Okay. But we're going to play Cherish, which for y'all, it may, you, your mind's going, what? I've heard that song. Wait, 19, what, 50s, the association mm-hmm. did, did that song. But Carla has done it. And we're going to talk about what the uh, writer of that song says about Carla's version. But let's cue up Cherish if we could, Waeed. Make you hear, make you see 
that you are driving me out of my mind. Oh, I could say I need you, but then you'd realize that I want you just like all the other times others said they loved you with all. On Ride the Vibe, Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play, saying what he wants to say. And I've got Carla Harris in the house, literally, because we're in the beautiful DRS studios, also located right here in Atlanta off of Sun Valley Drive. Waheed Gomes is running the show for us, and he's super cool. So any of you aspiring musicians that are looking for a place to kind of cut your teeth in a studio, get with Waheed and come on down because it's a very comfortable environment. It is. It's beautiful in here. And we're going to take a break to support our sponsors, which just happens to be our DRS. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about that song because there is a lot to talk about. And we got to talk about all that's changed in Carla's life since certain elements has come out. We'll be right back, y'all. Stay with us. DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. You are back on Ride the Vibe. Ooh, Waheed might have to cut that out. We're live, y'all. This is a pre-record. So this is a pre-record. So we're pre-recording it, but it's live. <clears throat> so, you know, we, we're going to screw up a little bit. Maybe Carla and I were talking about Clear my something, throat. Yeah, something <laughs> unrelated, but uh, on break. But so talk about what has changed since you were here a year ago and since certain elements came out and Cherish uh, mm-hmm. went to, what, number 44 on the... On mm. the well, okay, so Cherish was released as a single yeah. prior to the CD's full release. Yeah. And so Cherish was released in October, and um, radio responded really nicely. Um, it got radio, or it is getting radio play, because I still hear from people who, you know, they hear it on WCLK. Worldwide, too. Yeah, worldwide, yeah. because it's on some of the satellite stations. Yeah. And so the first... Um, it was crazy. I mean, it, it was crazy at first. And one day I got, um, a, you know, a ding that I had a Facebook tag and somebody had posted about Cherish. And then in the comments underneath, it says, um, I didn't know this had been done. This this version is a beautiful surprise and said something about, you know, just, just the version. And it was Terry Kirkman, who is the songwriter, songwriter. from the association. Mm-hmm. And I, I know. Oh, I just was. Yeah, I met him. Yeah, if I'm getting him, oh, you man. had to be like. Oh, my mouth just dropped open. Yeah. And uh, 
you know, I wrote, I wrote back, thank you, yeah, you know, yeah. Mr. Kirkman. No, Mr. <laughs> I know. I'm genuflecting I know, right now. I was, I was just like Wayne, you know, in Wayne's world. <laughs> I'm not worthy. And, <laughs> and so he asked if there was a way to get a hold of me. And, um, you know, we exchanged phone numbers and, and we ended up talking. We have, we've had a couple of conversations, really long conversations. Yeah. He is so deep and he's such a, such a really good, you know, heartfelt, just cool guy. Yeah. Cool. I mean, he's in his upper seventies now, I think. And I mean, you talk about stories and memories and everything, but that was, that was just, you know, I had no idea. I never dreamed that would happen, yeah. Michael. You know, I never dreamed that would happen. And then he has suggested perhaps. He, well, he has, you know, he said, maybe we could write something together. Um, he hasn't written in a really long time, yeah. but he felt like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. He, he said some very nice things. Yeah. So, wow. Well, it's yeah. an unbelievable song. Yeah. I would suggest go out on a limb, but better than the original. Is that, oh, is that, ooh. Is that, ooh. Is that bad to say? I don't know, but I'm going to watch that, out for a lightning yeah, strike right. here. <laughs> I don't want to jinx things, but yeah, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> you know, it's different strokes for different folks. Right, you right, know, right, it's so right. subjective, but I, you know, I, it was really nice to hear that he, yeah. that he, that his ear liked it too. And then and is it the single Carla or the whole album that reached 44? The whole the album reached album. 44. Yeah. On That's huge. jazz week, uh, which is the kind of prestigious um, yes. jazz chart. So, and that happened in, um, I guess, February, February or March. But the other cool thing that happened with yeah. Cherish was Dave Cause, yeah, who yeah. is a huge you know, sax player, huge guy in the smooth jazz field. Yeah. He has a weekly show on a satellite radio. radio. Yeah. And uh, he featured Cherish in January. He played it and did a little spotlight thing on it. So that was really cool. And then in February, the whole CD reached number 44, like you yeah. said. And so it was, I mean, and to think that we started off here well, a year, you know, yeah, a year ago, and I had no idea what was going. It's fun. I no, no, idea. no, we didn't either. <laughs> yeah, I know. We had no idea, but yeah, it has been fun. I know. What a yeah. ride. And three of the songs off the CD are being played on, on Real Jazz on Sirius XM now. That just has to, did you pinch yourself? I, I do, because the project, you know, it wasn't like I sat down one day and I decided I'm going to, you know, do this project and this is what it's going to be right, and these are right. the songs and I'm going to write these songs. And they're it, all going to be hits. I just, it just yeah. wasn't like that. Right, it it right. happened just step by step, like so many things right. that are really from the heart do. And very, or you know, even though this word is kind of overused now, but it truly was an organic process. I just kind of went with the flow. Yeah. yeah. And you teamed up with Trammell. I did. Teamed up with Trammell Starks, and he he did a lot of <clears throat> production, and he's actually the producer on Cherish, and yeah. you know he did a right great here job. out of uh, Atlanta as well. Yes, right he's now. up in Alpharetta, Alpharetta. right, yeah. just not too far away. And I did not uh, realize it. You performed down at City Winery, uh huh, yeah, and you had an unbelievable cast uh -huh. of musicians. Yeah. But someone, maybe you or someone, announced that Trammell. It was the first time Trammell. Don't yes. tell that. Okay, so Trammell. Because that was really, I mean, right. significant, I think. So most people who know Trammell in town know him as an engineer and a producer. producer he, has right. a, so he has a studio. Yep. And, but Trammell started off as a keyboardist, you know, pianist. And he used to tour with people like Roberta Flack mm. and Peebo Bryson. Mm. And then in the late 90s, he just kind of got tired of it. And he just decided to go into the production end of it. Yeah. And he hadn't stepped foot on stage. In like how many years? It was long. I mean, I, 30 years, geez, 25 geez. years, maybe, I That's don't know, crazy. but, but he really likes this project. Yeah, yeah. And, and when, uh, we talked, I talked about doing this show, Right. I said, I need somebody to, you know, play parts on this. Right, and, right. uh, 
he said, I'd love to do it. And it just, I had no idea that. Uh, Stellar show and a great turnout you. at City Winery. Thank you. That was a special night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, we had so much fun. Wow. Yeah. We performing those some of those songs live for the first time. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and you and I talked about it in the, in the run up to this show, mm-hmm. how it's now about creating memories. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and they have Bobby and Dan come in. Yeah. Or Dan. Dan, Dan. that's right. Yeah. come in to town, the, that the memory of, of that will be just so, yeah. because not to be fatalistic, but we just don't know. I mean, we, at any age, but no one knows. There are no guarantees in life. On there, there really isn't. I mean, we only have this moment. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, there are some people that I just love dearly. Yeah. And, um, and those are two. Yeah. And I get to get the chance to make music with people. I really enjoy, you know, making music with and get to bring some things that I haven't been able to do here really in Portland yeah. uh, because it's, you know, it's kind of Bobby stuff. Right. So it's going to be a night of Latin jazz. It's not focused on my album or yeah, anything. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be a lot of familiar songs wow. to people. Um, you know, Latin jazz and, you know, and more. And yeah. maybe one thing from that would remind people of Woodstock and oh Joe Cocker. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Teasing Carla. Yeah, throw that out there. <laughs> Carla, yeah. Carla. Well, I think we ought to, uh, speaking of spiritual, let's hear a little bit of Set Sophia Free. Okay. What do you think, Waheed? Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play. And what I'm playing tonight or today is Certain Elements, Carla Harris's newly released CD album, whatever y'all want to call it, 
And that was Set Sophia Free. Mm -hmm. Right before break, Carla, talk about that song because it's very significant from a spirituality standpoint. And you're really spiritually based. I know mm. we, we got into mm -hmm. that the first time we chatted. Well, so Sophia is um, a representat representation of the divine feminine, which is not just for the feminine and the females yeah. in the world. It, yeah. it is, you know, we are male and female energy, mm -hmm. and I believe. Yeah. And, um, and so, but I think that the divine feminine has been kind of stuck in the corner for a very, 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 long. very long time. <laughs> yeah, how we do it on the planet, y'all, men out there? <laughs> <laughs> well, may, that kind of male energy yeah. um, needs to be balanced. <clears throat> Though things are better when they are in balance. <laughs> and so this was my, well yes, said. <laughs> yes. And so this was, this was the feminine energy, the, the divine feminine in me, kind of with a plea to just pull her out of the shadows. And so this was my song. In that regard, that. Yeah. yeah. And we need more of that because, I don't know, man. We're not, we don't talk politics on this yeah. show, but, you know, things are kind of crazy. We need balance. Yeah, we need some balance. Yeah. Probably more, but we maybe need to go more to the feminine side to correct things, and then we can come back to the balance. But, oh, my there gosh. There you go. It's just crazy. There you go. Well, people so, are feeling that yeah, in the air. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, so, a year ago, <clears throat> I was kind of new, doing Ride the Vibe, and... I but you were great. Well, but I put together, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but you're too kind. But I put together some questions because folks like your, <laughs> folks like your, <laughs> oh, I've forgotten about yeah, this. <laughs> folks like yourself said, well, what kind of questions are you going to ask me? So, <laughs> so I put these questions together and I sent them to Carla. <laughs> and <laughs> is it okay to tell? Oh, sure. Say, yeah. So <laughs> Carla, being Carla, because she's very <laughs> thorough and very, you know, I mean, you you know, she's a perfectionist, as you would expect as a brilliant musician. Uh, so she prepared answers to all these like 25 questions in advance of our show a year ago, came into the studio, and we, we, didn't, <laughs> we didn't talk about one of them. <laughs> I brought those in. I printed them out and had them in my yeah. purse. I, like, I treated it like an assignment. And yeah, listen, you did. listen. This is the this is the girl who graduated from high school. Never didn't even do senior skip day. Okay, that's how so, I was so focused. in the rules. You were focused. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and uh, I, it's just the Virgo in me. Yeah, I love <laughs> so. that. And you were prepared, and and I felt so bad after the show. <laughs> Because you said, well, I, I prepared answers to all these questions. <laughs> what so, the heck, Michael? Yeah, Michael, you didn't ask me one of them. <laughs> At least I, give me a grade. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never seen the answers to your questions. Uh, and we talked about it in the run-up to this show. I said, well, do you want to go revisit some of those? And you went back and looked at <laughs> your answers. Yeah. But so much has changed in Isn't your it life funny? in just, you know, in a year. Yeah. And we decided you know, not to even, not to even. I don't even know if it's, if it's so much that, you know, Exterior things have changed, but you know how you know how when you, if you're a person who journals, yeah. and you you know you write down, and then you go back and you read how you felt about something a year ago, and you just you've evolved somehow, or you would give it a different slant now, yeah, yeah. and that's how I felt that about a, not all of them, but a lot yeah. of the answers. I looked at them and I thought, oh, yeah. so we're not going to talk about those. <laughs> but I want to tee up right before we go to break because this half hour is just flying by. Yeah, is that part of your writing process? Are you a uh, like? Julian Cameron in the creative or the artist way rather mm -hmm. suggested to creatives, you know, a morning page is process 15 mm -hmm. minutes in the morning, just free flow, right? No spelling. No one's going to see it, but you, and that's the next book or the next play or the next song or whatever. Is that. I, I have, um, 
I have done that. I have tried to do that in a disciplined way, but it doesn't really, I don't know. The way this record was written was it just came in a big creative like a big cloud, not a, not a dark cloud, but, yeah. a, you know, just a cloud that kind of showered these ideas over me for a period of time. And then, and then the rain was It went done. away. And then it went away. Yeah. And now I have an How, idea. Did you just capture, you just wrote, yeah. wrote, wrote frenetically? I, I, I just, I would be out on walks and yeah. I, I just get this, this phrase or this rhythm or this something. And then I would, you know, speak it into my phone if I had my phone yeah, with me, yeah. or as soon as I got home, write it down, get it down. It. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow! Right, right. I can't. I'm just fascinated by that process with creatives. It's, you know, so lucky to be in this job that I'm in, quote unquote, job, yeah. uh, to talk to folks that are so creative like yeah. you. Let's take a break, and we're going to come back, and I'd like to talk a little bit more about that process because I just find it so fascinating. Yeah, let's. Okay, okay. we're going to take a break. Support our sponsor. In this case, I think it's one that's near and dear to my heart. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The Foundation for Premature Infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision is to ensure that Premature Infants' Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely 24 hours per day, 365 days per year on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants, or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. You are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ. <laughs> And we're live, y'all. Yes, we are. <laughs> and we're drinking wine. We hope y'all are drinking something. <laughs> and getting ready to think about what you're going to bring next Friday to Music on the Hill 7 to 9. And this thing, every show, it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger because people are, you know, digging what's happening. And we save those trees, and it's a beautiful setting right in the heart of Roswell. It's our own little urban forest, which is, you know, I mean, we're losing trees all over the place. So having Carla, and Carla was telling me a, a little story. Can I tell this story? Sure. So Carla's got a favorite tree in Portland where she spent a lot of time. She's a St. Louis girl, but then moved to Portland. And she got a favorite tree. And she talked to that tree in Portland and said, talk to the trees at the face of the War Memorial. Let them know that they need to be saved. They can't be cut down. So we channeled that energy and we saved those trees. Thanks to Tom Ladau. Big shout out to Tom and Chris mm. Ward for doing that. So right before break, we were talking about your creative process, particularly with certain elements mm -hmm. and how you had just this cloud of creativity, this beautiful cloud right. that settled over you. Flush that out a little bit more, if you would. Well, it stuck around for several months. Um, and I had, it was kind of a unique experience for me. I hadn't You've really had, had it that. happen yet, but I think it was related to the fact that, and, I, and this is a point I'd like to make. Yeah. I think it's, I think that to be creative, and, and we're all creative. I, I remember talking about this last time. Yeah. It's not that some people are creative and some people aren't. We just, you know, in my case, maybe what I do creatively is just more visible mm -hmm. than, uh, you know, than the person who, um, you know, sews or, you know, whatever. We yeah. all have creative bents. But yeah. um, I think for that to reach us, it takes some quiet time. And um, in that particular part of my life, I point in my life, I was... Um, not as busy. Interesting. <laughs> I was not as busy. And so I had more kind of just quiet more time, receptive. kind of play, more receptive. Yeah. I think I was just, I had like receptors that were more open. Ready. 
Exactly. Now, and when it was happening, did you, because you and John celebrated your 33rd anniversary recently. Yes. Uh-huh. Do you then have to distance yourself? Do you kind of, you know, say, hey, I need the spay, I need the, or are you still able to, I mean, do you go into a room and you just close everything off or you? No, because it happened real, really quickly. Ah, okay. I had the, once I had, once I had like the, the hook yeah. or the ger- the gem of, of the core of it, yeah. I just, it was like telling a story and building the story just around what I had. I fleshed it out and I had the words and I had the melody. And so then I, once unique, I had that. It? Because sometimes some people, people get the words and some they get the... Yeah, yeah. it just depends. But some, both it came to you. Both, but I had both of them. So yeah. I sat with those for a long time and then I took them to, you know, people who could help me yeah. um, go ahead and develop them. Yeah. Wow. But I was talking to my friend um, Tom Kennedy. He's a bassist who tours with people like Mike Stern, who used to be in Miles Davis's wow. quartet. and Heavyweight. <clears throat> yeah, excuse me, and... And Ben Vereen, he he's played with Rosemary Clooney. Oh when he was 14, God. he was playing with, <laughs> he played with Dizzy Gillespie. Whoa. So he has a lot of, I mean, he lives in a very creative world. Yeah. And he's tracking uh, a new CD right now. And, and he was just talking about how this came to him really unexpectedly. Same thing. Same thing. And, but, but he's really been enjoying it. And uh, it doesn't matter to him kind of what the outcome is as far as how it's received because the the process of creating the music and composing and everything is so deeply satisfying when you're yeah. in that space. Cathartic, very cathartic when you, is yeah, it like very a release? Cathartic, of, yeah, <laughs> and, and a release of a sort, but also just fun. Yeah. It's fun. I remember I was working on a on a, like a real work project yeah. during the time of the songwriting, and I just couldn't get my head off this song that I was writing, and I just wanted to for be doing that. For your album, that. but not for the, the yeah, work. Yeah, like not for the quote-unquote real yeah, work. Yeah, right, yeah. Because because when it's coming to you like that, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're in that chi or the flow. Exactly. Or the, the you know the, and all the athletes. I think athletes talk about it. Yeah. You know they're talking about it at Wimbledon that uh, Serena yeah. is seeing the ball as like big as a basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean it's and it's moving in slow motion and she's just you know so focused, so focused, and yes. so in the zone and uh, you know whatever it is. Right. Right. And there's a real en- enjoyment. We're like, wow, this is, I like this. Yeah. And this is sticking with me. And and sometimes it may never come back. For, I mean, it may be a one-off or this, but you may. And But I'm grateful. Yeah, for what you have. I'm grateful for the experience. Right, if it right. never happens like that again. Right. I'm great. I'm so grateful yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just filled with gratitude for, for that whole experience. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you know, I, uh, we're not going to do any of the questions that um, <laughs> that I had structured. But I think if you're willing, because you teed up that maybe you'll harken back to a little bit of Woodstock at the show. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We're not, not going to make any commitments. It's a possibility. It's a po- yeah, a possibility. <laughs> but Bobby's going to be there. And Bobby yeah. was at Woodstock. And so in anticipation that we were perhaps going to have some Bobby interact with us on this show, Bobby crafted a question uh. that he thought might be interesting to ask. And what he uh, wanted to talk about was you know, um, how do you view the social, how have the social attitudes changed between then and now, (laughs) which is kind of heavy. Yeah. And I don't know whether I have the answer for it, but I'll, I'll let you ponder it. Well, when he, when he mentioned that, when I was talking to him a few days ago, I'll tell you exactly what he said. And this is, this is, this is a very short little, he said, the kid's, Back then, wouldn't have put up with the crap 
that we're putting up with now. Oh, interesting. That's what he said. Now, what did he mean by that? I think that he felt like there would be a lot more activism, a lot more, um, not a lot less just sitting back and kind of letting the status quo go on. Um, That the generation of Woodstock, uh 50 years, so five decades, but, but we are them. So I wonder the if... The world. Yeah. <laughs> and tired. No. I know. So, so it's like, yeah, right. And I guess that's right. So our activism, our activism days sort of have... I don't know. I, I mean, to me, so Woodstock, that was, you know, I was little. Yeah. I was little. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't something that I, my headspace wouldn't have been around. Right, those right. were my older cousins yeah, yeah, who yeah, had yeah. those posters yeah. of those people on the walls and yeah. everything. But as I look at it now, I feel like, um, you know, there was a, there was a more of a, an active stance yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, we had the Vietnam War. Yeah. Trying to cast off racism, feminism. Exactly. And Bernard Brown. I mean, all of it was a cauldron of so right. much. The music was so different than the yeah. 50s and 60s stuff or 50s stuff. Right. You know, we're three cores and, you know, everybody's in a little coat and tie. And then here comes Hendrix. Yeah, here comes, here comes Hendrix. Looking like he's having a, yes, Right. I mean, just so embodied by the music that his body was yeah, showing just, it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, right. yeah I mean. <laughs> You're not going to channel that if you, if right, you and choose to do anything. But like can it. you imagine being a parent, like a, you know, a conservative parent back then? Yeah, and you're seeing your kid. Your kid into this, yeah. coming in with, you know, the hip huggers and well, looking unwashed. I know it unwashed. freaked my father out because he was like the great Santini and we were living in San Francisco Bay Area. Really? So I was exposed to Santana. So Hyde Ashbury? Yes, and all-, all of it. Grateful. No, we would go through Hyde Ashbury. We'd, we couldn't look. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I, of course, as a man, was fascinated by those Zodiac posters of all the sexual positions. Oh, right. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, Kama Sutra. I had, yeah, I, I had the Easy Rider poster. I had the Chiquita Banana. Oh, that's and then hilarious. we moved to Pittsburgh, and that quickly dashed all that. Oh, they thought you were yeah, out there. Yeah, huh? way out there. Yeah, so yeah. enough about me, though. We need, we need well, <laughs> well sort, of a, that's a bit, but, some, sort of so enough about me. So what do you me. think? What do you think, though, about I, it? I think it's the devices. Mm-hmm. You know, we just didn't have devices. Ah. You know, so we, you know, that, that alone time or that, I mean, I talk about it. You know, in, in college, it was, we would go to each other's rooms or each other's right. apartments or houses and play music. Mm-hmm. You know, you had a Joni Mitchell and maybe I had the Doors latest and we just sat around and played them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we drank and consumed other stuff mm-hmm. and listened to a lot of music. At least I, I did, which right. is, I mean, that was something I did, but now the devices are so pervasive and and so it's not as communal. It's not as right. I mean, I, I look on my walks. I look, you know, I'm a living Martin's Landing, which is a beautiful 52 acre lake. It's gorgeous. You don't see any kids. It's a rare sighting huh. to see a kid out. People, I think that there's a lot of creating your own little world, yeah. and and it's easy to insulate yourself, and probably that's why it's not it's as hard to as activate. People, yes, get right. them motivated. Right. So. <laughs> this is one of my favorite songs because it has my name in it. Oh, of course, but of course. <laughs> it's not about me, and Carlo will tell the story, but let's queue up, if we could, why he queue up when Michael.
just one night since she met Michael in the moon's light. Michael appeared, the living and longing, the singing and songing, the cycle when Michael is near. For so long she hoped to see him her whole life till he came along a butterfly light in the sudden realizing of sunshine when michael touched down sweet like a diver he sat down beside her no longer a myth and heaven on some whim Relented to send him There's no coming back From this bliss In a heartbeat She recognized Michael She's known him From ages ago The being and doing And sweet deja vuing When Michael Comes close down beside her no longer a myth than heaven on some whim relented to send him there's no coming back from this bliss in a heartbeat she recognized Michael she knows him from ages ago You are back on Ride the Vibe, playing my favorite song, When Michael. It's all about me. Forget about Carla. So right before break, Carla, just talk about that's the significance of that song. So, you know, we had we have set Sophia free, which is the divine feminine. And then this is kind of that masculine energy. I was I was out one day and I heard um, I heard. Killer Joe, which is a oh, I you love know, that. Yeah. Quincy Jones, yeah, Q's Jew joint. That's oh, right. interesting. And I, I loved love that. that, just yes. that feel, yeah, that yeah, walking yeah. bass line yeah. and that feel. And I thought, oh, I want to do something, like you know, that. with that feel. And uh, it became this kind of. And then I just had that line, yeah. um, a couple of those lines with the sing-songy lyrics and yeah. the and the you know the lyric interplay yeah. was going through my head. And I thought about what if an angel, you know, just really did come down yeah. and interact with us, oh, you know. God. So it became kind of like the that masculine, yeah. uh, divine masculine Michael thing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my! And it was the genesis was Q's Jew joint and uh, just that feel, that sound. Yeah. yeah. yeah I just such loved, a great. Yeah, oh, loved God. it. Yeah. Killer, killer so. Well, we're gonna take a break to support our sponsor, which in this case is DRS Atlanta. But I, right before that break, Wahid, I was remiss. So. The commercial before, Foundation for Premature Infants, which is mine, for you all that are in the Roswell or North Fulton area, 
your CBD store, which is right by the Roswell Mill off Alpharetta Highway, is doing a really cool thing for the foundation. If you go buy stuff, and they got some incredible uh, holistic healing. It's not the hallucinogenic part of the marijuana plant. It's not the hemp part. It's the medicinal part for healing headaches and all, you know, putting you to sleep and, you know, helping you eat and all this stuff. They are going to donate a percentage of their proceeds from the entire month of September to the Foundation for Premature Infants. So thank you, your CBD store, Rachel Arrington and the crew there. All right, Waheed, we'll go to break with DRS Atlanta. DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services, such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. You're back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ. Man, this time is just flying by as it does with Carla because she's so amazing and such an incredibly spiritual being. We just heard When Michael, yeah, which uh, love that song and love the whole. So we've got a female part with Set Sophia Free. we got the male part. And then I think we need to cue up the title track. Oh, Certain yay. elements. Okay. And I want to do, I thought it would, because I want to do the Atlanta groove. Oh, good. The uh-huh. ATL groove. Just yeah. because... It's We're Atlanta. in ATL. That's right. I thought, you know, it would be appropriate. <laughs> so, Wahid, if we could cue up certain elements, the ATL groove, because there are two versions on the CD. Mm-hmm. This is a different one. Thank you. 
kissing on her babe. You are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Linton, that was certain elements. The ATL group, and we were talking uh, during the, the uh, song that Carla and her band performed that for the first time live mm-hmm. at City Winery. Yes. And what a special occasion that was to perform your songs live. Yeah. In that environment with such incredible musicians. It was. It was really cool. I, I, I so enjoyed it and um, enjoyed, you know, it was, it's so lovely when you are performing live and you feel that kind of circular response that happens when the listeners are with you and, you know, they're really part of the band. I always view my audience as part of the band because when that energy comes back to you, it informs your performance. You know, it just, it's a wonderful thing that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and certainly, I mean, hearkening back to Joe Cocker, you could see that from those artists in this performance, you know, they were just frenetic. Yes. And I think they were feeding off the energy of the audience, yeah, and and some probably loose and some substances, <laughs> <laughs> but never mind. Yeah, we will take that. Side. I was completely sober <laughs> yeah, at right, City exactly. Winery. Yeah, you, <laughs> it was I all would, natural yeah, energy. Yeah, because you were very, yeah, very, very it was focused. crowd energy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> very focused. That's awesome. So again, y'all, please get out to Music on the Hill. Thank you, Tom Ladon and Chris Ward Thank for giving you, us the opportunity to see one of Roswell's own in Roswell. And then if that's not cool enough performing all sorts of cool music. She's got some hip cats coming in from Portland. (laughs) And one of them was on stage with Joe Cocker at Woodstock. So, I mean, really, you know, I mean, and for free. Roswell Tax Money going to support that. Does it get any better It's a heck of a deal. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. (laughs) And it's just such a killer venue. So we are almost out of time. Okay. I mean, it's unbelievable. But I want to play Take 5, a little bit Uh, of Take 5, and talk about because that was very special to you as well. Mm-hmm. The doing doing that really song was. and the and the songs of Dave Brubeck and I Iola Iola Brubeck. Yep. So if, Wahid, if we could cue up a little bit of Take Five, that would be killing. You stop and take a little time out with me Just take five Just take five Stop your busy day and take the time out to see If I'm alive If I'm alive Though I'm going out of my way Just so I can pass by each day Not a single word do we say It's a pantomime and not a place Still I know Sends me on my way Wouldn't it be better not to be so polite You could offer a light Offer a light Start a little conversation Now it's alright Just take five Just take five Thank you. 
on Ride the Vibe, Michael Litton, the last DJ, here with Carla Harris in the studio, DRS's studio, right here in Atlanta. That was take five. Yeah. Carla, talk about how significant that was for you. Well, that was a, a, my 2015 project. Yeah. Uh, uh, Carla Harris sings the Dave and Iola Brubeck songbook. And it was special because nobody had gone into the studio and done a studio recording yeah. of these vocal versions of a lot of uh, Dave Brubeck's classic music. Right. And we got the permission to do it from the estate. And and so it was, you know, really an incredible opportunity and experience. Yeah. yeah. Great yeah. song. Thank and you. we were talking uh, kind of uh, when the song was playing about people that you would like to meet. Because uh-huh. you, you were describing yourself as being like a an incredible, you know, oh my gosh, I'm in awe. So, you know. So, fangirl. Yeah, fangirl. Right, right. <laughs> so, but you met the person. Well, this is going to surprise you. Yeah. Because you're probably going to think I'm going to talk about some jazz person. Yeah. But I'm not. Okay. Because when I was a teenager, so I, you know, I started off listening to a lot of jazz from my parents, but then of course I was into to rock and everything. Yeah. And my, my idols, basically, my musical idols were, was Hart. No way. Nancy Wilson. Anne and, and Nancy, Nancy Wilson. Wilson. I had every album oh for about, God. you know, that they did their first six albums or so. Yeah, I had yeah. them all. I had every song memorized. I was in, you know, my garage rock band. So yeah. we were doing, we were yeah. covering the tunes. Yeah. And you were doing the Nancy part? I, the Anne, Anne, Anne Wilson. Anne. Anne's the singer. So, yeah. yeah um, Anne, excuse me. She's, she's the lead singer. And yeah. so, <laughs> so, you know, they were at the amphitheater. Yes. It's not, it's not Verizon anymore. No. I can't remember the name. We were there. Sorry. I was there. Yeah, at heart. Okay, well, we did. I've seen them many times over yeah. the years, but I haven't seen them for many years. Yeah. And I said, if we do this again, I I, I want to have the chance to meet them. So we yeah. did the VIP oh, package. You did. Yes. Oh my gosh! And so we we were in third row. Oh my! Lord. I got to go in. I was and in have, the cheap seats on the lawn. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. I know. <laughs> Well, I'm not a big no, star. I'm not either, but I was. Uh, we made it my early birthday present, I and we bucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, and you just had an anniversary, so good on John. They're good on John. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So right. we got, and I got to, uh, every, you know, the people who did this package. We went into yeah. a room. We got, we were able to each take a picture with them. We couldn't really talk to them yeah, because I'm sure, so Anne, I'm sure Anne was on vocal rest because. Right. She's touring, doing this multi-week tour, and she's performing, you know, four nights a week, and she's still belting, and she's 69 years old. It's amazing. Yeah. But um, I finally got to stand next to uh, Anne and Nancy Wilson when, I mean, when I was 15, I drew myself onto their album. Their greatest hits album, the first one, has a harp on it, and I drew myself sitting on the harp and wrote my name underneath it like I was a member of the band. <laughs> so you had envisioned all the way back. I mean that you and you. So you manifested both now as a vocalist. I, I maybe I did. I mean, I you mean, don't think you're doing it at the time. At the time, but you, but you, you think you look it's, back. I mean, you that's look huge. back. I mean, it is huge. It is because well, I'd read in your bio that she was yeah. an influence. She was, but not. Now that you fleshed it out, I mean, a huge influence. Nobody was saying anything as they went in to take these pictures, but I stood next to her for the, you know, the 10 seconds that yeah. I was there. And I said, you told her, I said, Anne, thank you for teaching me how to belt. Oh, and she was God. staring straight ahead at the camera and Nancy kind of laughed. And yeah. then she looked, she, after they took the picture, she, you know, she kind of turned her head and looked at me and, you know, kind of nodded. And I just yeah. smiled at her because did she know, did she, no idea, she, yeah, oh, she no, idea. Idea. no idea, no idea, no idea who she, she I, or what I do or anything, right, right, anything. Right, I, you know, didn't right, know me from right. Adam or Eve yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> so Sophia or Michael, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it was, I, I mean, I was oh, able to just God. give her some appreciation. I'll be done. They were, they, I mean, well, and I would suggest that their version of Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. 
re uh, rejuvenated their career. Yeah. Because when you have Jimmy Page crying, crying, or Robert Plant crying, whatever, Robert they Plant, were all yeah, crying. right, yeah. I mean, and it was just, I mean, that thing said like, I don't know, four zillion hits I know. on their YouTube. I know. Now, I'll, I'll tell you a little story about that concert. I went there. I'm a heart fan. Yeah. But I would not to the degree you are, uh -huh. but I am a huge Brandy Carlisle fan. Oh, I, as a new artist. She was phenomenal. Unbelievable. She, Unbelievable. And I just love, talk about the feminine. Yes. You know, and the power of yes. coming out. Yes. I have two kids. Kids. This is my wife. You wife, know. yeah. She was so, she was just a delight. And so uh, appreciative. Yeah. Not that Hart wasn't, but I mean, you could see Brandy was like, whoa. Yeah. This is a big crowd. Right, 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 right. <laughs> she's at a different point in her career. Yeah. I mean, Hart's been in front yeah, of these crowds forever, for decades. But yeah, she's but. Whoa. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think it was sold out or it, close to it. Close to it. I yeah. mean, it was packed. Yeah, it was packed. packed and it was a, turned into a beautiful night. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Brandy Carlisle, I had heard a little bit about her around the Grammys because she yeah. had won some or I know she was nominated for yeah. some. And I checked her out then. And then I didn't even think about it again until I saw she was going to be the pre show. And she was. She yeah. kicked booty. Uh, and her and the twins, Tim oh, and Phil. And yeah. else. Well, if you haven't, if you haven't gotten it, you should get their live with the Seattle uh, Symphony. Uh, they do an incredible version of uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water. Oh, wow. The two of them, the twins singing. Yeah, she's phenomenal. I have all her CDs. I'm a huge fan. She's fantastic. And you know her what was so disappointing, though, at, at, at Verizon? A number of the folks on the cheap, in the cheap seats, they were there to see Hart, and they were just you know, Chan and they're, you know, Tan, they're not, you know, and it's just like, come on. Oh, how they could not have just immediately been captivated by her instrument. Which, yeah. Her voice is it's incredible. And that yeah. there were a couple things she did that, oh, that, what was the cover tune she, she did? She did the uh, Joni Mitchell cover. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Case of you. Babe. If you had been up in the front, we yeah. were just like, I bet oh, chills. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> whoa. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, She's this hour has flown by, time. and we could call, we can continue to talk on and on and on, we but we can't, y'all. It's so sad. We have so much more to talk about. We're going to have Carla back in the studio, but I just have to end on this note. You work uh, at Kennesaw State. Yes. And uh, next show, Trey Wright oh. is coming in with uh, Laura Cole. Fantastic, Laura and, Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell her, tell I, them I, both I, that. I, give them a hug from yeah, me. Because right, it's such a tight community. Yeah. This has been a gas. You are unbelievable. Thank you, Michael, Come for the having show me again. On the next Friday. I see you there. Seven, We're going to be ready nine. to have a party. Absolutely. We are out of here. Thank you, Wahid Gomes, Michael Litton, the last DJ, Ride the Vibe with Carla Harris, and some wine from Deep Roots. We're out of here. Bye bye. Dude. Never hears my thanks to ever plays my song on the radio.